We are back, folks. Finally. It's been a couple weeks, but Matt and I are back. It's the extra point as always. What's going on, Matt? Hey, man. Uh, doing great. Doing great. It's been, uh, been exciting, man. I'm ready to jump into this podcast and talk about some of these games. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I did. Bobby should be joining us shortly. Uh, without further ado, let's get in. Now, I had a lot of difficulty with internet as I posted on the both the uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, so Matt, you're kind of the lead guy on these games, a lot of them, especially in the early games because I missed them. So let's jump in. First one, Cleveland, Tennessee. Now Cleveland came out to a big lead early on, ended up winning by a touchdown. This game seemed like a tale of two halves to me, Matt. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think uh, most of those Titans points were were pretty much gimmies. I mean, they scored two touchdowns in a minute, 23 seconds, or less than a minute, 23 seconds uh, in the fourth quarter. So they were losing 41-28 most of the fourth quarter. They were getting manhandled the entire game. This Browns team just went off in the second quarter. It was a great game. Uh, This is what we kind of been expecting from Cleveland. They've quietly put it together, and it's because Baker Mayfield doesn't have to be he I mean he played I mean, four touchdowns yeah phenomenal but he he hasn't had to do that to win and I think he he you saw him put that pressure on himself over the past couple of years and then also the first couple of weeks of this season and then he finally said it I don't need to do it all look at all these other players I have on this team why do I have you know so and ever since then man look at him they're nine and three uh, I still you know. They they still got to win a playoff game. They they, yeah, they yeah. you know they've gotten blown out by Pittsburgh. So we'll see we'll see. But they're looking really good right now. How confident are you in this team right now? Again, I mean, if we're putting it on a, a, a ten scale, uh, I, I'm yeah. you know I guess I'm like seventy five eighty percent honestly. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely they've had some impressive wins. This being probably the most impressive. Oh, absolutely. And the score does not look does not show the actual outcome of the game. Yeah, I went back and watched the highlights in the majority of these games, and and, and you're 100% right on that. There was a tale of two halves. The second half, the Titans got a lot of garbage plays, uh, so to speak, and uh, kind of started rolling back in this late, but Cleveland had already had it wrapped up by halftime. This, this team played phenomenal. They're looking really good, um, and in my opinion, they're the second-best team in the, uh, in the NFC North. Or, I'm sorry, AFC North, excuse me. Uh, I, I think they're a better team than the Ravens right now. I just I know the Ravens won, but I'm just not high on them. But we will talk about that later. Let's go ahead and move on to the next game, which actually ended up being a lot of controversy. The Raiders-Jets. Jets lose the game on a Hail Mary late uh, car to rug. Uh, talk to me, Matt. This was uh, – they definitely threw this game. That being the Jets. Definitely disappointing. And, and uh, I, I, dude, it was this game and what did I say? I think it was the – yeah, the Giants game. I wanted to pick both of those teams to win, and I, I was like, well, there's no way the Raiders, after getting completely annihilated by a not very good Atlanta Falcons team, that they were going to come out and lay an egg like they did, somehow come away with it. I mean, that Darren Waller, he lost me a fantasy game, um, unfortunately. I mean, 200 yards, two touchdowns, he went off. Uh, and then just that fluke play, Greg Williams deserved to get fired. He may not get another job. 
he's bounced around the league for so long now. I mean, I guess he'll get hired maybe as an, you know, uh, defensive back, you know, a smaller role, but definitely not defensive coordinator. That was a bonehead play call. I, I don't know what you, if you saw that all out, but yeah, most say it was intentional. I mean, they took out their starting corner, put in an undrafted rookie, uh, uh, who nowhere compared in speed to Rug. Um, it, it seemed more like a setup play minute, than anything yeah. else. It was a setup. I don't understand why. It was a dumb, dumb play call. Jets had that game. They played extremely well, well enough to win the game. Um, very, yeah, very disappointing for the Jets. I just read an article on ESPN where Adam Gase said he, he was hurt. The coaches were hurt. And, you know, they normally have that 24-hour rule where they get over it after 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But they were all still hurt after that. And I, I, You know what? I am for the Jets as well. I am for the Jets players, not so much the organization. I mean, obviously, every time these players go out there, they're trying to win. They have to protect their job. I get that. But, uh the organization, not so much. This isn't. I mean, that that was an obvious tank job in that game. And I have a lot more questions about this Raiders team, who I got. It was extremely high on midway through the season, especially after, uh, you know, after beating the Chiefs, and, and they were just on a roll. And, and now it seems like that's starting to go away. You talked about it, the blowout last week in Atlanta or versus Atlanta, and then uh, again versus the Jets. Here they get away by the skin of their teeth, and off, and honestly, a call set up for them to win. Carr just had to get out of the pocket and get that ball thrown, and he did a great job of it. You know, credit where credits due. But uh, yeah, so, it, it, it was kind of sad to see. But hey, the Jets are 0-12, still number one draft pick at the moment, and number two in that sweepstakes is Jacksonville, who lost 24-27 to the Vikings in overtime. Glennon. Uh, Trying to get that team a win, but a costly turnover in overtime ends up costing Jacksonville in this one. Defense played phenomenal in this one, Matt. I, I caught a few drives of it uh, at work, and uh, they looked pretty good. Robinson looked good again. Um, they're going with Glennon next week as the starter. They are going with Glennon. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, you had yeah, Dalvin man. Cook, 120. A lot of that came late. Uh, they rushed it 32 times with them. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins over 300 for three touchdowns. Justin Jefferson continues to try and win that rookie of the year with nine receptions, 121 and a touchdown. Thielen gets a touchdown late. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I mean, in this game, uh, you know, you guys scored that that touchdown late in the game. That was that was pretty clutch. Um, I mean, you guys had this game kind of in hand for a while. I believe it was 16 to six at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you guys had that that real nice pick six. That was awesome. Yeah, sure. And for some reason, the, the the momentum just just shifted real quick back to the to the Vikings, and y'all may try to make a quick comeback. It, it's tough. You guys probably should have won that game. I'm not really sure. That's game. Honestly, I didn't pay too much attention to. I was mm-hmm. trying to catch all of them, and and yeah, not really sure what happened there in the third, the end of the third and start of the fourth quarter there. But yeah, Jacksonville kind of let that one slip. A hundred percent, they did. Uh, it kind of takes you back to the last game too. You wonder how much of that was intentional. Uh, reports of uh, Minshew trying to get out there on the field and Marone not having any part of it. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on, in Jacksonville. Uh, my, the uh, Vikings get the W. They continue to try and get back and stay in that playoff hunt at six and six. They have a matchup this week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have the Bengals, who lost to the Dolphins 7-19. And and we were talking about this one early when we were texting back and forth, Matt. And uh, two are not looking too sharp coming back, but they end up doing enough to get the job done. 
Yeah, no, and then his, of course, his end stats look okay. You know, twenty six for thirty nine, two ninety six, and a touchdown. I uh, don't believe any turnovers and definitely no picks. You know, he did enough, and he's. I mean, I guess that's just the type of quarterback he's going to be. He's going to be a game manager, which is fine. Is he's super? I mean, deadly accurate with the ball for the most part. Um, you know, I just, I just wish I could see more. But hey, man. They won nineteen to seven. They they pretty much controlled most of the game. So that's what you're supposed to do in the NFL. I guess you know I really shouldn't be complaining. Agreed, but uh, I see your point as well. And against the two nine and one Cincinnati team, you got to go out there and prove you're the better team, especially with with them not having their starting quarterback out there. Uh, you if you want to be that team that's in the playoffs, that's gonna have a chance of getting out of the wild card weekend. You gotta you gotta prove that you can win the easy ones. They get this one done, but uh, looking for a little bit more of a a, a a jump start to this offense early on in the game to, to really be confident about them in the stretch. Yeah. yeah. Colts uh, outlast the Texans in this matchup of the AFC South rivals eight. I'm sorry, 26 to 20. Uh, the Colts go to eight and four on the season. Texans fall to four and eight. Uh, Colts, another one of those teams I'm not too sure about. Uh, one week you're loving them. Their defense is getting it. Um, this was one of the games where Phil Burbers had to stay pretty much turnover free, and he, he did. Um, two touchdowns, no picks on the day, 27 for 35. He had an overall good day, and it was nice to see Jonathan Taylor get some yards on the ground, 91 rushing yards for a seven-yard average on 13 carries. Yeah, no, it was about time uh, that he, he had a decent game, and, and again, no no turnovers from, from Phillip Rivers, so that that's always huge. And then they also had, you know, that defense is, is you know, a lot of people don't talk about it a bit, man. Five sacks, um, eight QB hits. I mean, seven pass, de- seven pass deflections. I mean, and an interception. Yeah, that, I mean that that's some good stuff. So they're keeping. I mean, you knew it was going to be close. It's a oh, divisional yeah. game. Uh, feel bad for Deshaun Watson again. No touchdowns. With and Will he fumbles it twice as well. You know, and loses one potentially vital uh, fumble in this game that could have. You know been what cost him yeah and you, again you said it i was uh, you beat me to it fuller you know he wasn't able to be in this game yet cooks who gets a uh, i believe he goes directly into concussion protocol pretty early in this game yeah um so yeah it takes a lot of your options out you have kiki kuti and he he did good he had 141 yards on eight receptions he's the only guy he's exactly exactly yeah, they had to throw the ball i mean they were running the ball well uh, Watson had the, had that running t- rushing touchdown, and and you got D Johnson and D Johnson. I love it. Um, <clears throat> David Johnson ha- had that touchdown, and they were running the ball well. But when you get down, you know they were down twenty one ten. You got to start throwing, and not much to throw to. So I mean, he got sacked five times again. That's that's a hard hard recipe to win. Exactly right. This Texan team, I, I just believe, is way better than they're putting out right now. And and you're always gonna look back at that D Hop trade and wonder, you know, what if he stayed? So you know, it is what it is, I guess. And speaking of, they are who they are. Our weekly segment of going against the Bears. Uh, Detroit Lions get the win, 34-30, go to five and seven. And the Bears also at five and seven have lost six straight for the first time since 2002. Man, I think I picked the Bears actually to win this game. Let me check. No, no I did. Detroit. I we swept it with Detroit. Of course I did. Yeah, of course but, I did. Hey, early on in this game, Chicago was looking pretty decent. 
And no, and that's and I think that's what it was. Yeah, because I was going back and forth on this game. I was, I mean, this game is this game was extremely interesting to watch. It, it was pretty much close in it most of the entire game. And uh, yeah, I mean, Detroit comes out on top. Uh, Marvin Jones played extremely well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trubisky did okay, but I mean, again, not enough, man, not enough. Definitely um, nowhere near enough. AP gets two touchdowns, dude. Yeah, I love it, and I was about to say that too. I was like, I love seeing AP out there doing his thing. Um, yeah, and how about Matt Stafford? Yards, but... 402 yards, three touchdowns. He does throw the one pick, but you know he continues to fight week in, week out to get wins for this Detroit team. Yeah, he's back and forth. He's always been that way. Yep. I mean, that's literally his the definition of his career in, in that Lions team. Their first win in the non-Matt Patricia era. Detroit. Lions. Oh, that's true too. There yep. you go. Yep. Let's move on from uh, from the Detroit Lions to the Atlanta Falcons, who played the Saints. They took the loss 16-21. to uh, Saints clinch a playoff berth in this game. Matt, talk to me about this one. Oh, man. I have no idea. I have oh, nothing my for this game. Yeah, nothing. dude, this is so frustrating just because it was like a slightly different, uh, I, guess a, I guess a better version than the last time we just played them two weeks ago. Dude, oh, man, I'm so – how how do we let Taysom Hill beat us twice? I, I just don't understand that. I don't. I mean, yeah, the Saints defense has been playing pretty well, mm-hmm. but yo, we let him get a 43-yard run. I mean, he had 83 yards total. Uh, the two touchdown passes. One guy, it was a blown coverage miscommunication. Guy was wide open. Uh, the second throw was actually a decent throw. I will give the second touchdown pass by Taysom Hill credit on him. It, it was a little, it was a little tight in it pass, so it, you know whatever. Uh, we cannot run the ball; haven't been able to run the ball for weeks now. Todd Gurley, that knee is is done. He's he's not going to be shit the rest of the year. Um, Jones, he went off um, off the field for for a knee injury for a little bit. Came back, he played pretty well. A um, couple drops by a couple of these other receivers though. Russell Cage. This offense is extremely frustrating. Very easily could have won that game, and this offense just cannot get it going. It was one of the most frustrating games I've watched in a, in a while. I believe it. You know, it's it's uh it's weird when you talk about problems on the Atlanta's offensive front, but it's becoming more and more of an issue as the weeks go on. Do you consider this these losses though? I know it's never fun to lose. Trust me, I'm riding an 11 game losing streak myself. <laughs> but uh, it, it's never fun to lose. But I mean, at this point, is it kind of a blessing in the skies to know that you know Arthur Blank and Co. know that their future head coach is not in the building? Yeah, I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, we definitely there's got to be some kind of a rebuild, and I'm and I'm not sure. I I mean, in my opinion, I don't think we're ready to just. I'm not ready. I, why? I don't know. I think Matt Ryan's got a couple, at least a couple, you know, solid, solid more years ahead of him. Two to three, at least, in my opinion. He's been healthy for. Phew, he hasn't missed a game in a while. Um. Only a, a couple in his in his whole career. Julio Jones is, I mean, yeah, he, he gets banged up, but he normally still comes in and play. I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Um, a full rebuild. It's tough. I, I'd like to see us maybe win a couple more of these games. Uh, and get. I just want to be in the top ten. If we're in the top ten in the draft, then I'll be pretty pretty happy about that. But this draft is going to be. 
who knows what you're going to get with with some of these guys opting out and not playing and everything else. Who knows? Yeah, you're 100% right. Who who really does know? And outside of that first, the first round is extremely cloudy right now with uh, lack of games being played, games being missed. Uh, the the whole college field is just or front is is just crazy right now. So it the the whole draft it's going to be one of the weirdest drafts I think we've ever seen. That's going to come up this year. I thought last mm-hmm. year was wild. I think this year is going to be even more wilder. Uh, speaking of wild games, and you know. Uh, this one caught me off guard. The Giants, 17-12 to over Seattle. Go to 5-7 and on the season with Colt McCoy as their starter. His first win as a starting QB since 2014. He goes 13 for 22, 105 and a touchdown with one pick. But the story of the day was Wayne Gallman. They did what they needed to do. They kept the ball on the ground and kept the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands. Uh, 16 rushes for 135 yards, running an 8.4 average. And Morris was great as well. Uh, backing him up, only 39 yards, but on eight rushes with that 4.9 average. Yeah, man, defense played well for the Giants. Five sacks, uh, just just flying all over the field. Ten quarterback hits again. Seven pass deflections for that defense for the Giants. They 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 were flying all over the place. It was great to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Colt McCoy didn't have to do much when you got a defense that's playing that good and shuts down an MVP candidate and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And Goldman's just been going off, man, quietly, dude. This guy's been playing fantastic football for for a few weeks now, uh, averaging 4.6 yards a carry. Um, he's got six touchdowns, 504 yards, but he hasn't been playing the whole season. I mean, he's just been starting the past four or five games here, and phew, he's lighting it up, man. So they they might they're gonna have a really nice combo with him and, uh, and Saquon. That's what I'm saying, man. Right. And, and, and if you're the Giants right now and your judge is the head coach, you, you don't have to worry about rushing him back from that injury because you have the luxury of having that, that second running back that's just strong and, and, and he can kind of ease his way back from this ACL injury and you're going to have a better Saquon after it. Yeah, no, 100%. Then they can split it 50-50 at that point. Um, yeah, man, they just need that, that true number one receiver and – and maybe some offense, you know, a couple. I, I'm not record and everything, but and, yeah, man. And, and joining us to get a take on this, uh, uh, Bobby. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, great, hey, man. Bobby. Great, great to hear from you. We are talking Seattle and Giants, talking about how it was a crazy upset. Uh, Saquon didn't have to rush back from that injury too much. It's looking like his Gallman is uh, has been doing great. Yeah, I mean, um. You got to give love to the Giants, though. You know, a team that a lot of teams don't want to play right now. The NFC East right now is starting to scare little people. There's two dangerous teams right now, you know, with the Giants and the uh, Redskins. And I caught a little bit of that game right there. Um, I don't know. Russell Wilson is not the guy that he was earlier in the year right now. You know, I got a lot of talk, you know, obviously talking to Nick and a lot of people that I know in Seattle saying that they're, uh, I don't know, man. Seattle right now is not looking as dangerous as it did earlier in the year right now. Russell's struggling a little bit. Um, Got to give a lot of credit, though, to the Washington Football Club, or team, what they call them nowadays. Um, really great defense. And um, Alex, yeah, what, what a story. Yeah, yeah, we're getting ready to head to that game soon as well the, with the, the Washington football team. But first, before we get to that one, we are going to the Rams and Cardinals. Rams get the win 38-28 to over the Cardinals, moving to 8-4 and four on the season. 
staying atop that uh, NFC West with the Seattle loss. Uh, Matt, how dangerous do you think this Rams team is right now? And are, do you put them in the top tier of NFC teams? No, I don't. I slammed on them last week. If you don't remember, man, oh, I I, it, they're 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 phonies. I still think uh, you know. Congratulations, Jared Goff had a had a decent game throwing forty seven freaking passes. You know, congratulations. <laughs> when you when you when when he when he does that and you still win the game, that I mean that's surprising. Uh, normally, if if you make him throw that many passes, you're 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 gonna beat the Rams. Cardinals still got. I mean, yo, they're they're six and six. They're they're still playing decent football. They're still not there yet. They still they're still missing a few pieces. So, um, good good game overall. But uh, it, it was actually mainly the fourth quarter. Was there's, I mean, twenty one points scored by the Rams and fourteen by the Cardinals. That fourth quarter was just a points explosion. You're hundred percent right. And this Cardinals team is a is a piece away, man. They're uh, they're missing, you know. Kyler's got to, he's got to get uh, the turnovers under control. Uh, the fumble and the pick, you know, they lead to points. You can't have that happen. Um, I know D Hop was going to get shut down. He still got a touchdown and still kind of was out there getting it done. But uh, they got to find ways to win this game. This defense, we've talked a lot about them. Buda Baker out there, you know, like they got to get it done uh, defensively if they want to stay in these games. And this is a defensive-minded team they went against in the Rams. Jared Goff doesn't do 351, like you said. Uh, it's not his forte. They they play smash mouth, uh, short and underneath, and strong defense. And, and they were able to just beat, like you said, have that points explosion in the fourth quarter. Cardinals can't let that happen if they want to be a contender in the NFC West. Bobby, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like – I mean, I was I was one that was really high on the Cardinals, obviously, early in the season this year. You know, obviously, a big fan of that team right there. Kyler Murray, you know, especially after that week when he had that amazing Hail Mary pass to DeAndre Hopkins about a month ago. Um, just a team right now that's trying to figure themselves out. I mean, they're a team that's very dangerous, but they're not there complete right now. And even, you know, with that secondary that I talk a lot about, you know, there's, um, there's a couple holes. Um, the Rams are, you know, a tough football team. It was, um, like I said, I didn't really watch much this weekend, guys. I'm just going off of, you know, highlights and stats, you know, on um, on the websites and whatnot. But uh, I mean, it's it's a it, that's gonna be a close conference right now. I mean, the Rams, obviously, that's a huge win win for them. Obviously, with Seattle losing as well, so um, we'll see. Very interesting in that division right now. It is. It is. You're 100 percent right. Okay, guys, we got to jump into this game because I, I have questions. Matt, I'm going to go to you as our resident guy that got to view games this weekend. Uh, Patriots win 45 nothing over the Chargers, just completely stomp the Chargers. What the hell happened? Because um, Cam, I mean, Cam had a couple rushing touchdowns. He had a passing touchdown, no picks. Um, uh, you have Stidham, Stidham in the game at some point. Uh, what the hell happened? Talk to us. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it was a close game first quarter. Uh, you think it's just going to be one of those games? I mean, yeah, Cam Newton had that one-yard run about midway through the first quarter. But it was back and forth. It was. It looked like it was going to be a decent game. Uh, and then the second quarter happened, and there was a 70-yard punt return, another Cam Newton uh, two-yard run. So that, that Cam Newton – all right, so that the 70-yard punt return happened with – 14 minutes or so to go in the second quarter. A lot of time in the half. 
there was no point scored until 51 seconds left, and that's when Cam Newton had that second rushing touchdown. And then within that that 51 seconds, uh, there was a the the block field goal by Devin McCourty, who uh, who ended up picking that ball up and returning it for 44 yards and made it 28-0 as time expired at half. And then after that, it was just, I mean, yeah, they scored two more touchdowns and it, it was it was a wrap. But it was a wrap before. I mean, 28-0 at half. I mean, unless you're the Falcons, you don't blow that lead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those situations, you know, Herbert, you know, obviously, you know, we've seen some greatness out of him, you know, going into this season, you know, arguably possibly uh, rookie of the year, uh, um, offensive rookie of the year. But when you fall behind, like Matt was saying, you know, in a game like that, 28 nothing, you really can't expect a quarterback like that that's so new to the league to be able to come back and bring a team um, back into contention in a game like that. And um, obviously Herbert's going to be a great player in this league for a while. But it was just too much to ask for. Um, did I see a blowout like that? Absolutely not. No. But, you know, when, you, when you're down so early by that many points, um, that just puts the pressure, you know, especially a Belichick defense right there. All right, we got a rookie quarterback. We're going to bring the house right now. Like, <laughs> that's, what can you do? There's so much you can do. So uh, it was set up for failure, you know, early on in that game for him. Yeah, Uh Chargers continue to just lose these games. This is the first one we've seen them really get blown out in. The uh, Lynn's job looks like it could actually be on the line. We'll see going forward, but an ugly one. And, hey, the Patriots are back to 6-6. Six and six. Don't fall asleep on them just yet. Um, it appears Philadelphia has fallen asleep on Carson Wentz because they've moved on to Jalen Hurts. They take the loss versus the Packers, though, 16-30. Packers go to 9-3. and three. Uh, Philly falls to 3-8-1 and one in uh, one of the weaker teams in that NFC East, if you can call it weaker. Um, guys, Wentz is not the starter going into this next week's game, but he is officially the second QB, and Jalen Hurts will get the start. Uh, Matt, talk to me about this game. Did you catch any of it? Uh, I mean, looking at the stats, I'm not seeing a whole lot more. I mean, yes, he has a touchdown. He also has an interception. But other than that, I'm not seeing a whole lot more coming out of Jalen Hurts. No, not at all. I mean, shooting the same, uh, the same, you know, when he in the same game, he he still got sacked three times. I mean, he only lost five yards on those, and Carson Wentz got sacked four times and lost 22 yards, but. Carson Wentz didn't throw an interception, or he and he also didn't uh, fumble the ball. So Jalen Hurts didn't fumble, but he did throw that pick. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's more of the off of that crappy offensive line that the Eagles have. I think that's that's the main problem, and it doesn't matter who's going to be back there. Uh, it's it, it's going to be a mess. I think I guess Jalen Hurts because he's a little bit more mobile. Is is you know a better option, but I, I wouldn't put him into that situation. I just let it, especially at this point, just four games left. I mean, I wouldn't put that kid out there with that offensive line. That's just me. And then their receiving core. I don't know what's going on with Alshon Jeffrey and and some of these other guys, but they're not. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It looks like they'll probably uh, probably be making their way to free agency now. They've got a matchup next week against the Saints. Uh, it's sounding like Drew Brees might come back, depending on how Sean Payton feels about this matchup. You might see Taysom Hill again. Looks like he's pretty comfortable with him as the QB. Bobby, uh, as the, as a rival of this Philadelphia team, uh, what are your thoughts about what's going on with them right now? 
Well, I think, you know, it's a good decision to have Hurts, you know, name him the starter. To me, these next four games for him is kind of a rehearsal thing to see what they have. Second round pick. Mm-hmm. They want what they have. I mean, obviously, you know, when you draft somebody in the second round, you want to see, you know, what you have in the future. Obviously, right now, their seasons, um, they're the bottom dwellers with Dallas in that division. So you're pretty much just seeing, you know, player personnel type thing right now. So I think you know, obviously he's going to have a very tough matchup next week against the Saints, you know, who've been playing really good defense here as of late. So um, I think it's a good call just to have, you know, Hurts go in there and just kind of finish out towards the end of the season and um, see what they have, you know, invested in him. It's going to be, you know, a tough calling right now, but what can you do right now when you're in a situation like Philly is, kind of like Dallas, you know, the bottom dwellers of the division? Uh, what do you have to lose? Go ahead and play them. See what you got. What do you have to lose? It sounds like they are kind of wrapping it up for the season in the NFC East. Uh, hey, shout out to Aaron Jones uh, in this game. 15 rushes, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, as always, great performance. Three, uh, 295 and three touchdowns with no picks. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions, 121 and two touchdowns. Just wanted to shout them out real quick before we move on to this next game, which ended up being a little bit closer than we thought, but it, it seems like that AFC West is always kind of tightly packed whenever they play each other. Kansas City gets a 22-16 win, narrowly escaping the Denver Broncos, moving to 11-1 on the year. Uh, this was a pretty crazy game. You had to play with Tyreek Hill, obviously. Um, that The touchdown that should have been, that wasn't. And uh, Drew Locke, uh, again, turning the ball over several times, potentially costing his team the, the win. This Denver team doesn't look that bad. They're banged up really bad. And they're still in a lot of these games. I mean, in my eyes, they're a quarterback away from being a pretty solid team, and I'm not saying they're going to, you know, be a, better than the Kansas City Chiefs right now, but I think they could compete and potentially be a playoff team. Matt, I don't, what, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of these games this week, man. And um, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. We're, we, I just want to make make clear, we are talking about this Broncos Chiefs yes. game, correct? Yes. I, I was pulling for the Broncos to win. No, I was. Uh, I love what I love an upset story, but uh, because they were in it, they were in it, man. They 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 held the Patriots to or the Patriots. I can well, they're the new Patriots. That's why <laughs> they held the Chiefs to what one touchdown? Yeah, one touchdown the entire game. The rest was field goals. That's pretty amazing. That's fantastic. In my book. And honestly, again, not a Drew Locke fan. Said that a bunch of times. But they were in it. Had a chance. Couldn't come through. But Chiefs can just keep finding a way, man. Doesn't matter what happens. They just keep finding a way. And when you're a good team like that, that's what you do. They had uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ready to go. Uh, he was obviously banged up. They put Le'Veon in, and, and Le'Veon held, kind of held his ground well enough that they didn't have to risk putting Hilaire in, so an extra week off for him. Uh, Bobby, Kansas City, man, this team, I mean, they're a damn impressive unit right now. Um, weaknesses, do you see any weaknesses on this team right now? Yeah, I mean, Denver's one of those teams right now. They're fighting hard. I mean, you know, considering, obviously, you know, what they had to deal with last week, you know, with uh, nobody as a quarterback. Right there, which was an amazing feat, but um, heartfelt, you know, hard fought game by them. Um, Dulock, you know, not bad. I mean, he's just one of those guys. Though I don't think he's going to be the guy for the organization right now. I think they're definitely going to look into a a quarterback in the draft. Um, 
Yeah, just not kind of just not really um, sold on that on, on what they got going on right now. Especially on the offensive side of the ball, defensive wise, yeah, it's corn, but um, yeah, just, yeah, just one of those teams that's kind of banged up a little bit. Bobby, you're our uh, you're our college guy. Do you do you is there a QB that comes to mind that you think they could nab? Now, obviously, they're not looking at a number one or two pick right now. So, is there a QB in mind right now? You think would be a good for, fit for them? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the top QBs are Lawrence and Justin Fields, um, one and two. But I mean, there's a couple guys. I mean, there's a there's a, there's this cat that I like uh, Fence from uh, was um, Wyoming that could be you know a type of quarterback that they would like in the draft, but um. I haven't really studied too in depth when it comes to that, but they're definitely going to be, especially with John Elway, you know, being at the home over there running the show that there's going to be definitely a couple of guys out there that they're going to be looking forward to uh, that we'll definitely touch base for going forward. Um, but unfortunately they're not going to get, you know, um, obviously one of the top two guys. Yeah, definitely, I, def- I definitely think that quarterback is going to definitely be an issue right now. I don't think Drew Locke's going to be the guy going forward. No, I'm right there with you, Bobby. There's a guy up here uh, on on DC radio that was talking about the the Gators coach down there. Do you know anything Mullen? about him? Yeah, Mo- yeah, Mo- yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. was like, oh, you got to watch out. I think the I think the football team should draft this guy, this this Florida Gators uh, Trask? quarterback. Yeah, Kyle I think Trask. it's that about, You're talking about Driscoll. Driscoll. No, Kyle Trask. Yeah, Trask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know nothing about him, uh, so I, I just didn't know he's, if you guys down, being down there knew yeah, anything about him. I, I mean, I can say I've heard a little about him. He's starting to move up the uh, the charts right now uh, as a potential favorite, uh, or a potent, like like yeah. that third quarterback in the top three. You know, of the top quarterbacks, he's he's trying to work on his way into that third place. And right now, I think he's convincing a lot of people. Yeah, well, Kyle, okay. I mean, yeah, Kyle Trask is definitely. I mean, they're you know they're going to be playing Alabama. In the SEC championship here soon, mm-hmm. he's definitely making a name for himself right now. But it's just really so hard to, you know, just you know, pinpoint a lot of people right now because the whole COVID 2020 year right now, you know, there's a, a lot of things are going to go with the Senior Bowl and combines are going to be really big this year or whatnot. But Kyle uh, Trask definitely is somebody that's on a lot of radars or whatnot because obviously, like I said, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, and I think Trask is like. You know, definitely three or four when it comes to that conversation. So he's definitely gonna be looked into. Definitely. Okay, so that was legit. Okay, a hundred percent legit. He he is he's gonna be one of those guys up in the top. Whether he'll pan out in the NFL is a whole different thing, but he is one of the top college talents right now. Hey, Washington gets the win versus Pittsburgh, destroys their perfect season. They fall to eleven and one. Pittsburgh or Washington, excuse me, five and seven, hanging around with the Giants for the top spot in that uh that NFC East. Hey, Rivera's starting to turn him around. He's turned his life around now. He's turning the Washington football team around. They get the win in this one. Uh, Alex Smith looked great in my mind. Uh, you lose Antonio Gibson. That hurts. But a pretty solid game. Logan Thomas t- uh, gets a touchdown. Talk to me about this game, Matt. What's what's the what's the word up there? Hey, man. So everybody, I, I don't even need to uh, get into all, what everybody's saying to about the, these, these football team fans, man. They, they just go in no matter what. Every win, it doesn't matter who it's against. You know, do you understand that we're, t- we're, we're cu- they're coming off a 41-16 game at Dallas, right? And then they're then now they're coming off beating an undefeated Steelers team. These these cats up here are going bananas, man. They're going insane. Uh, it's hilarious, but 
honestly, I'm looking back at a lot of these games. The last bad game that they played, I mean, they played the Rams and got beat 30-10. to 10. But we're talking about a one-point loss to the Giants, a 25-3 win against the Cowboys, a three-point loss to the Giants, a three-point loss to the Lions, and then we're and then they're they're on a three-game win streak. So it's funny Impressive. that we're talking about them winning at a division right now, but here we are. Impressive. Impressive. Very. Yeah, very, and I don't very. mean to cut you guys off, but you know I didn't really watch any games on Monday, man, because I'm shut down with this COVID thing. But um, I I, I, got, to, I got to watch that game, and do you mind if I chime in on this please. right now, Wes? Jump in, yeah. please. Um, let me tell you one thing right now, man. It's hard for me to say this, but big ups to the Washington football club or team or whatever whatever they're called right now. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they got three candidates right now, man. I mean, coach of the year, Ron Rivera. Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. Rookie defensive player of the year. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I mean, I got to give it to him right there, man. Chase Young is an animal. I mean, that front seven is great. Um, they, they, big ups to Ron Rivera, man. I'll be honest with you right now, man. He's my front runner right now as a coach of the year. They're doing big things over there. And that's one of those football teams right now that a lot of teams don't want to play. You know, who would have thought that the NFC East, the way they were about a month ago, how everybody was talking down on them right now, obviously the Eagles and, uh, the Cowboys are the bottom dwellers, but the Giants play tough defense. Uh, Redskins are playing really tough defense, but you got to give it to Ron Rivera, man. He's, he, I mean, that's a hell of a win, man. I mean, that's a, that's a big win. It is a hell of a win. Good. And, and if, if uh, Pittsburgh's taking a loss, it's a good time for a loss. Get them refocused before the playoffs. Um, but yeah, Washington, big win, man. Big, big, big win. Great for them. Great for the, uh, great for the town. Uh, great for Rivera and co. Buffalo, nine and three. They get the win versus San Francisco, San Francisco, who continuously fights and fights despite being completely obliterated on offense and defense. Uh, but this Buffalo Bills team continues to look good. Uh, Allen is continuing to perform, thirty-two for forty for four touchdowns and no picks, three hundred and seventy-five yards. I mean, what more can you ask from this kid? Uh, Matt, is are, are the Bills? I'll ask you the same question I asked earlier about another team. Are the Bills one of your top tier, tier AFC teams? Yeah, I think they we're, we're coming to find out that they are. Uh, Josh Allen, what almost a flawless performance, Fantastic man. Fantastic game, dude. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Wow. Yeah, uh, I can't even that, – that right there is – watch that kind of football any day. And then yes. you were right. You were right about the 49ers, though. Somehow, some way, they're, they're still scratching and clawing in, in, in these games, and they're not giving up easy. I mean, they put up 24 points. Uh, they kind of came there more towards the end of the game, third quarter, scored a b- garbage time touchdown, 43 seconds left. Jordan Reed, uh, Mr. Concussion himself. Yes. Uh, that, that movie was made after him. I uh, just wanted everybody to know that. And, uh, yeah, man, Bills are for real. Bills are for real. Bobby, your boy Cole has a hell of a game, nine receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Nice to see him get going pretty uh, in, in this game, man. Well, you saw him sitting on my bench, right? <laughs> yeah. It might not be in our league or whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah hot sauce, Cole Beasley, yeah, sitting on my bench. Um, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Appreciate yeah. that. Got you. I'm here for you, brother. Good look, man. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, like I said, I really didn't watch much of this game, though. But, I mean, Buffalo, man, I mean, just a, just one of those teams, man, that are um, 
I love Josh Allen. You know, I love him at Wyoming. He's a, he's a player, man. I mean, he can run, he can throw. Um, obviously, he makes mistakes here and there. But, um, I mean, the, the guy's grooming himself into be, being one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, tough team to play. We'll see what happens going forward uh, next week. We, we shall see, but um, impressive win. Should they continue to win out and they uh, secure a home game? Tough place to play. Buffalo in the winter. Tough place to play for sure. Hey, let's move on to your team, Bobby. They get the loss 17-34 versus Baltimore. Um, a lot of miscues, uh, wild miscues, uh, in fact, in this game for the Dallas Cowboys, including Greg Zerline, man. Way off, has a bad bad game, one for four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I sent you a text last night. You know, I mean, if you would have made even one of those, it would have been a one-possession game. But, you know, just, just watching the game, I mean, it really wouldn't have mattered in my eyes right there. I mean, uh, we can't stop them up front. You know, Washington, You know, the thing about Dallas right now is that it's, it's all about the front right now. They're playing with dudes that worked at Walmart, you know, on offensive line. Um, <laughs> each, one of those, each one of those guys were in third uh, offensive lineman. Um, no excuses, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, obviously with Dak and everybody out. Um, uh, you know what bothered me the most was the, they, can't, they can't stop the run. You know, no. you know, D-line could not stop the run. They I mean, ran they at will. Dominated. They ran at will. They ran at will. Lamar um, threw for, what, 170 yards? And But, I mean, they just moved the ball down the field the whole time. There's really much, not much to say right now about the Cowboys. I mean, it's – I mean, you're talking about a team that just got flexed out, you know, yep. uh, this week, you know, when it comes to a prime time or whatnot. And how often does that happen? So, um yeah, just uh, one of the worst seasons for um, the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans, man. Uh, a lot of work to do, man. I can't wait for us to do our uh, our draft shows and all that, man. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, O line and D line, that is all during the draft. Yeah, Matt. Just a bad situation, man. It is what it is. Yeah, Matt. Thoughts on this game? Yeah, no, Bobby. I I, I forgot. I me- I meant to tell you. Uh, I. I, I phoned in and said I wanted to try out for, for the Dallas Cowboys uh, starting offensive line. And, and over the phone, I was told I had the starting job, and I immediately right. realized how bad of a decision that was and, and just hung up the phone. So, uh, yeah, that, I mean, the Walmart cashiers, man, I mean, <laughs> they're, no, they're literally Walmart cashiers on the field, like literally. Uh, that's how bad. That's how bad it is, and I feel bad for for Zeke. Uh, I feel bad for Dalton, even though you know one sack. You know Dalton didn't play too bad, but the offensive and defensive line, man, you can't get no pressure on the quarterback. No QB hits, no sacks, nothing. And I don't know if you guys touched base on this uh, before I got on, um, but. What's up with that whole uh, – I felt bad, man. I, I'll be honest with you, man, because I wasn't going into this game expecting to win by any means. But seeing Dez go and, like, even Dez said on Twitter, like, man, like it wasn't even a revenge game or whatnot. It was just him getting back on the field. I think the NFL is just in disarray right now with all this COVID thing and all that. What they did to him or whatnot, I grant everything that he feels and what he said on Twitter and all that. I think it's total bullshit how the NFL is handling the Ravens situation and all that. And Wes, I know you probably touched a point on this. Mm-mm. And I know Matt, we talked about this 
you know, via text or whatnot. But I really am so disappointed, you know, how they handled that. No, we actually haven't touched on it, and, and we, we were kind of we were actually wanted to wait and made sure mm-hmm. you were on. And uh, nah, I'm I'm looking at part of an ESPN article, and and it, and it literally says Bryant was on the field for uh, uh, partic- participating in individual warmups about an hour before the Ravens were notified of his test result. By that point, Brian was Bryant was seen hugging and talking with players, including former teammates and with. Cowboys, blah, blah, blah. So he was talking to people on the other team without wearing a mask. And then they still let that, that game go. Not mm-hmm. So he wasn't just around his own team. He was the one saying, and, uh, and, you know, it's normal. You know, he thought he was in the clear. Good to go. Yeah, you should be. If he's on the field, he should be good to go. I had such a problem with that. <laughs> same, same. It blew my mind. And, Wes, yeah, you're furious. Dude, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you get you get tested the morning of those games. It's not like they're just testing people and be like, okay, go out there and if you know we'll figure it out if it happens. It's not like that. Like there's protocols in place for a reason, and I just feel that if that was a non two non playoff teams fighting, well, you know, obviously one of them isn't in Cal- in Dallas at this point, but uh, if, if there's uh, two non playoff teams playing in that game, that game's getting postponed, and the team with it with the most with who's having the issues is getting the forfeit. I mean, how many how far backwards is this league gonna bend over for Baltimore? It's it's they do it against Pittsburgh. They get a break there. They get a break this week. You had to watch Denver play without a QB because their guys weren't following protocols. So why were the wide receivers at least at least the wide receivers allowed to step on the field with them? There's a lot wrong with this game, and I there's we're gonna I feel like we're gonna find out more about it as the year progresses as the season progresses, but. I, I it's it tasted bad in my mouth this game 100 percent. yeah that's bullshit that's bullshit though man i feel bad for des though like like he said though it wasn't a revenge game it was just more of a fact of him getting out there and playing back the- after two years man three years we weren't expecting him to go out there and catch 12 more td passes and and, and you know and have 800 yards and how many every game since he's been back like yeah it's more of a comeback thing for him you know like, like let me yeah. get back and whatnot. A celebration. It was, it was more of a celebration. He was all hyped up in the warm-ups with his mm-hmm. mask on. Oh, yeah. He was like right throwing up his ex. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, total, that's total bullshit by the NFL. Or yeah, I'm not saying it's the Ravens' fault or it's the NFL or whatnot, but, yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't, something something was, was not right in that situation right there. Agreed. Agreed. Well, hey, uh, so in the conclusion of this week, we finished uh, – Obviously, you know, a lot of really good games for getting close to the playoffs, but we are, in fact, starting our playoffs in the Fantasy League. And, and Matt, I know you had a rough year, but, Bobby, you're in, man, and you got a first-round matchup against your pops. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to beat his ass. (laughs) There it is. There it is, Bob. Yeah, Yeah, so you got a a first-round by Wes, sitting over there, you know. Yeah. uh, Star's got the first-round by, so we'll see what happens, man. Um, Matchups. We'll see what happens. Um, good lead, though. Yeah, man. It's a great year for us. It, it's it's mad close, and it's going to come down to the wire for sure. Uh, coming down to the wire as well is our locks. Uh, you guys both ended up taking an L in locks this week, Matt. You got the Tennessee L, uh, and then Bobby, you get the L with Atlanta. Uh, Bobby, you're nine uh, nine and four on the season. I got the W versus Baltimore. I'm nine and four on the season. Matt, you're hanging on to a slim lead at ten and three right now in your locks. Uh, 
getting close to the end, it's getting harder to pick these, man. You just never know. Yeah, yeah, what's, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the overall for all of us right now for the yeah, year? Yep, so I'm getting to that next. So, Bobby, you went 9-6 and six this week. You're looking at 118-73-1. Matt, you finished 10-5 and five this week. You're at 125-66-1. And, and I finished 11-4 and four this week on 132-59-1. Uh, mm. yeah, having a good year, man. I, I actually went and looked back, uh, at last year's compared to this point. I've been kind of keeping track of it from week to week. Uh, I'm actually on Bobby's pace right now from last year. Uh, at this time last year, Bobby was 125 and 67. So I'm 125, 66 and one. Uh, last year I was at, I was 115 and 77 at this point. And uh, Matt, you were 109 and 83 at this point. And you were 125, 66 and one. Now, so you've had a massive, massive flip. And Matt stepping his game up right now. Okay. Matt has massively awesome. stepped his game up. I mean, you're talking about 16 games there. That's a 16 game swing you've had from year to year. Yes, sir. So kudos to you, brother. Very, very Thank good. You. Thank you. Yeah, I had to shout you out, and that I was looking at it, and I was like, damn, wow, what a turnaround, man. What a turnaround. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, guys, it's good to be back recording with you all. I know we had a little time off. with uh, We all had our separate things going on. Uh, we had to take a little time away. But uh, we're back. We'll be back tomorrow make our picks. I'm excited to make picks. I already got mine. There's a couple controversial ones I have for tomorrow that I'm excited to talk to you guys about. We'll do uh, – We'll do our bookie with Bobby, what's grinding Matt's gears, our power rankings as well. Yes, and uh, we're rolling into the end of the season. This is the last quarter, guys. This is it. Yeah, man, we're getting down to the thick of it. This is this is real football. It's getting cold out. And uh, can't yep. wait, man. I'm excited. I'm the same way, man. You can, see, you can see the breath in the air even down here in Florida right now, man. All, right. I can say, all I can say is fuck COVID. Here we go, baby. Let's, Let's go. Let's finish it off strong. Let's do hey, it. Hey, man. Yep. Let's do it. Well, for Bobby and Matt, as always, I'm Wes. This has been The Extra Point, and we will see you tomorrow. Sir. Sure. Yeah.